0: hey everyone welcome to the final part of the final episode of titan slayers and it's kind of poetic that it is in fact the attack on Titans* section as we know we are kind of living through part two of the final season of attack on titan so did we do this on purpose kind of but are we going to take credit for it certainly yes <laughs> taking the most credit for it as he often does because let's be honest he's a little bit selfish, is my friend, Luke. Luke, selfishly say hi to the audience. Well, I am the genius of this podcast. We all know that.
1: All of our loyal listeners know (laughs) that. (laughs) Very stable genius, some might say. Won the election in a landslide. Stop the count. (laughs) Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, Let's get into it, George. Titan Slayer, Slayer portion.
0: Yeah, uh, so Luke, why don't you, for the audience, remind us of where we are.
1: Yeah, so I'll do this briefly um aaron started the rumbling and shit is going
0: down <laughs> i think that's a good uh, a good way to put it right and so you know as we're leading into this episode aaron tells the other you know Eldians that hey this is what's going on i'm gonna try to kill everyone who's not you right and so we've begun the episode with kind of that in mind and our main characters, is kind of mikasa john uh armin and connie are all kind of trying to come to terms with what they just heard and kind of figure out what comes next, right? Yeah, exactly. And I
1: think it's Jean just because the, the pronunciation police have just been all over us in my DMs lately, and I am sick of it. Um, we are going to pronounce things wrong, all right? It's gonna happen. Leave me alone, okay? <laughs>
0: I think we just need to give everyone nicknames like we've given Dr. Jaeger, right? Yeah,
1: Daddy Jaeger. Daddy Jaeger,
0: yeah. sorry, and yeah. Dr. uh and Dr. Demon. That's who it was. So yeah. mm-hmm. this is maybe we'll just give everyone, you know, nicknames and save ourselves from the pronunci- pronunciation police. Because let's be honest, we're being persecuted out here. It's uh it's, it's dark. It's dark it's times.
1: True. It's true. Very persecuted much like the Eldians. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and <laughs> so we know how out. it turned out for their enemies, right? So watch <laughs> yourselves I just your saying enemies.
1: that could be that could be some foreshadowing. I don't know. I, anyway, so Aaron turned the tables on Zeke, remember, and basically convinced Jameer to uh follow his plan uh for revenge on uh the oppressors of the Eldians, right? On her lineage. Um So this episode, we're left with like kind of the fallout from that revelation. Everyone is just coming out of the uh, vision that Aaron took them to, uh, and they're all kind of reacting to it. Um, This is like so we're doing a reaction pod but this is a reaction
0: episode um, we're, we're reacting to the reacting it's like those youtube videos that get just far too meta by the end uh, <laughs> or that bo burnham special if you have seen that that's kind of a running joke in that so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, this is just like the fourth degree of separation at this point point. and i think the first person who we kind of see really you know wrestling with all of this is we're calling him gene now not jen okay we'll call him gene but he's you know kind of blaming the, the, out, the outside world for what's about to happen to them, right? He's talking about how they've treated the Eldians like devils the whole time and how it's kind of become this self-fulfilling prophecy that is in some ways uh, their own fault and partially he probably believes this, right? But partially he's probably just trying to come to grips himself and find any way to survive with what's about to go down which quite frankly is about to look not dissimilar to just brutal, brutal genocide, right? Oh, absolutely. I
1: mean, it is it is genocide. Basically, it's like one ethnic group going after all of the other ethnic groups, um, but I guess kind of in reverse. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, you've heard Gene, of the reverse
0: Uno card, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently, the audience loves that. Yeah, that tweet was very popular.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh,
1: yeah. So Jean's like kind of talking about like you know they saw us as devils, so then we were forced to become devils and. You know it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy in that sense right so because they were going to be exterminated you know they had to fight back and now they're going to exterminate everybody else right yeah although i'm using they kind of liberally it's really just aaron it's one man here <laughs> that's driving the ship here um so i don't know it just kind of led to some questions you know like what would you have done if you were in aaron's shoes because like obviously what he's doing is horrible right he's killing all of these people that you know have had nothing to do with the oppression of his people they're innocent um and you know he's committing genocide basically um but he's also kind of killing his oppressors and killing uh unnamed number of people that he's never met in order to save the thousands of people that he knows and loves and grew up with so i mean i guess not what you do because you probably wouldn't commit genocide that's probably that's probably (laughs) thank you for for believing in me sort of (laughs) But I I mean, it is kind of like, you know, you can see the dilemma that he's faced with, right? It's like, let his people be euthanized and killed, or commit an atrocity to let his people flourish, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I think like, Aaron, obviously, has been shouldering a lot through this entire, you know, show, and it's kind of impossible to... Find yourself in his shoes when we have human feet and he has some sort of duck footed shoe that we can't even begin to understand, nor can we fit our own weird feet into them. So, can I like understand and put myself in Aaron's shoes to be able to say, you know, what I would do if I was Luke is shaking his head at me disapprovingly for those of you who can't see, which is everyone. What what was that metaphor? Is that (laughs) first of all, it was perfect, and second of all, I don't think like, while I don't think that I can even comprehend the position that Aaron. Is or was in? I would say that there's probably some middle ground between the genocide of the world people and lying down and dying, right? Uh, I agree.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, I agree, and that's that's probably the right answer, right? Is there's got to be some sort of way to protect his people without killing everybody, and that's kind of what the old Eldian king tried to do, in a sense. I think by bringing them to Paradise Island and putting them behind the walls um, was to you know, end this cycle of suffering. Um, but then, you know, we also had that reveal that the Eldian kings, you know, the that his, his will has lived on, was basically that, you know, he w- was like, yeah, our people should be <laughs> heard. It's like what we had coming, right? Which I also don't think is right, because like the, the sins of the present day people aren't, you know, the sins of their forefathers, really, in a sense, you know, like the original aldean king that enslaved jamir and her people obviously was atrocious but you know aaron and his friends hadn't done anything right and then they were attacked by the aldeans and you know a lot of suffering commenced so you know it, it's kind of that old saying of like pain begets pain begets, begets pain and that's yeah. that's kind of the story of attack on titan in a sense
0: yeah and i think like you know, to go back to Demon Slayer for a second, it kind of reminds me of what Tanjiro said to Gutaro, kind of at the end of that, which is like, especially because the world thinks they're demons, like, you guys have always been in this together. If, like, you guys don't have each other and each other's back, right? Like, no one is going to be on your side. And so, you know, do I agree that Aaron, Aaron's method of having your back is the best way to have one's back? Probably not. But, you know, I understand where he's coming from, and I understand, you know he has shouldered the burden since you know season one and clearly as you saw from like the end of season three especially where he kind of points across the ocean he's like if everyone on that side is dead will we finally be free like it's taken a toll and you don't you know you don't maybe like the answer he's come to but you don't you know you understand why he's trying to solve the problem the way he is right like he's desperate for a solution i mean many people have done many many desperate things
1: Definitely. I mean, I will say, I think that, you know, that foreshadowing I think is like well done by the show and and the way that they kept the mystery alive for so long, I think was very well done by the show. But the conclusion that Aaron came to was the conclusion of, of a child kind of, you know, it wasn't a very nuanced or or clever even um, (laughs) ending, especially for somebody with basically like foresight, you know, like you can see into the future in in a sense. So, you know, I know that I, again, have been accused of being on Team Evil every now and again.
0: By some people on <laughs> both sides of this, these mics, for some reason. Yeah. you <laughs> say which one of us two, or which right. two of us two, have said they <laughs> didn't know you?
1: Well, mostly moderate. I'm mostly on the moderate side. Um, but but um, I, I just think that this was, you know, the more I've thought about it, the less I'm on, I'm on Team Aaron here, even though I kind of was pro him just because he was like such a cool protagonist for a while um but yeah this was this was not a strong choice
0: well i don't Um, think he's a sophisticated like being in a sense where he's not like aaron jaeger has never been accused of being smart in this show mm -hmm. right he's never been the planner he's always been kind of a a yes man in some ways he's you know a tool in the fight against the titans and against the marleans and he decides that his strategy is just to kill everyone else
1: well, that's the thing. He's been a fiery doer, right? Armin's been the the planner, and Mikasa's been the you know talented and kind of do right person. But Aaron's been the the heart of the of the group for you know that's their kids basically, and he's going headlong really without thinking, um, and that's kind of. I mean, I, he thought about this, but, you know, it's kind of what this was as well. But what he didn't really think about is, like, why wasn't he controlling the pure titans? And, like, the pure titans are kind of those grunt titans that are mindless. Like, yeah. so oh, he I... marches them off. And then, like, the, the grunt titans are just going crazy
0: on the town and everybody left in it, including his friends. Yeah, so I have no idea what's happening there. And the show makes... No attempt to explain why this is happening. And so hopefully it's because they're, you know, still spinning some sort of mystery. It could mm-hmm. be something to do with, like, hey, these ones were created with Zeke's spinal fluid and Zeke has different, you know, wants and desires than Aaron. That's like the biggest brain idea, but it might be explained later and hopefully is explained at all because that part just makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that they will explain it just because it's such a gaping, obvious question, right? If he controls the founding Titans powers, then he should be able to control the pure Titans as well. And he's letting them run amok on his own people, which just doesn't make any sense. Like if his goal is to protect them, like he says it is. So we'll find out probably what that is in in the later episodes. Um, And another thing that kind of struck me early on in this show uh, or in this episode was, you know, they, there's a lot of Gabby, which we all know how I feel about Gabby. She's she's the worst character.
0: Oh, that she's character. the worst character? How dare well, you? Well,
1: she has some moments in this episode. I got to give her that. But I don't like Gabby generally speaking. And I thought that there was some kind of parallels between her and Ymir in the sense that they, you know, Ymir was the, a slave, right? And then she gained this tremendous power. And then she became her slave master's most potent weapon, right? Yeah. Instead of fighting back against the slave master and maybe saving her people and uh creating a better world she just became a tool to create a much much worse world right Mm -hmm. and that didn't end up serving her well in the end um and gabby to a lesser extent but she's like the most staunch anti-paradesian eldian like that there is right and she was so she was right right i guess was yeah um uh, you know it's just like she, they're both like a slave to their master that doesn't really appreciate them and i just i thought that that was like kind of an interesting
0: parallel that i hadn't quite thought of before yeah and i think it's kind of an interesting point where like we've been following gabby so close for this season where it almost feels like you know there's a cup, there's a little bit more you know we, we're still following her very closely it didn't kind of her story did not end when falco titanized and you know she shot the head off of Aaron, which you know, we're still spending a lot of time with her, which makes me think that we have more to hear from her story. And yeah. she's she's changed from Ymir now in the sense where she is somewhat helping the people that she, you know, was being used to kind of oppress, right? Where right. she, you know, the big scene for Gabby in this episode was her fighting off these rampaging smaller titans and helping save Usopp's girlfriend, Kaya. Uh, <laughs> From from an attack uh, with a well, let's be honest. She she's kind of you might not like her, but she's got some some sick moves. Like she's she does, a light at least. She does have some sick moves,
1: yeah. And so she saved Kaya, remember, who was the blonde farm girl who hated her for killing uh, her Sasha. older sister Sasha. Yeah. Um, so it, it was kind of like a you know acceptance moment from from kaya and then also a, a shining moment for gabby right because she's saving one of these paradisians that she was taught were devils and proclaimed loudly were devils this whole time yeah um and, you know, that scene struck me for a few things. Like, one, that family is just the sweetest family that ever was. Like, they're, like, so, like, welcoming and, like, hey, you listen, like, in their little Southern accent, like, you listen here, Davi. You're riding with us for now. Just, like, don't act like an Eldian for a little while. Like, we'll take care of you, despite the fact that she, like, betrayed her and betrayed them and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then she had, like, this really cool line, like, while she was talking to Kaya, Like, Kaya was, like, why did you save me? Like, Because Kaya was very vocally like wanting to kill Gabby and was yeah. very angry with her for killing Sasha. Um, she's like, why'd you save me? I'm a devil. And then Gabby goes like, no, I'm the devil. And I was like, yeah,
0: you are, Gabby. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Luke, chest thumping, yeah. punch in the air, all excited. <laughs> Finally, we got her. Send the cubes. <laughs> yeah. End the
1: episode. End the season. This is the conclusion I was asking for. <laughs> just but just kidding. I mean, I actually thought it showed some some character growth on, on Gabby's part that she was willing to say that, like, hey, I've done I've done wrong and my my viewpoints were wrong before. And you know, like she she admitted it in a sense you know and i thought that that was some cool character growth yeah. on her point and then again it showed like the pointlessness of war right and how people are just people despite whatever side you on whatever uh group you're fighting for on the micro scale when you get them together people are people right yeah. um and i think it, attack on titan does that better than most shows
0: well and it's really interesting on that point where attack on titan is kind of going during this final part of the final season is that we kind of you know Every every In both part, subparts, we've kind of started with big big war, big conflict, you know, Titan on Titan violence uh, with a lot of collateral damage. And then what we have spent the second half of the parts of the seasons, right, is like going in and taking a micro look at the repercussions where in the first part, we kind of followed Gabby, as you said, uh, with Sasha's family. And here now we're starting to deal with like familial, the familial problems of Connie, right, and that Falco is starting to get kind of roped into. So... What we neglected to kind of talk about in this last part when uh, Mikasa and Armin are trying to figure out what to do about Aaron's, you know, announcement about, you know, we're going to go genocide everyone, not named Aaron's best friends. Uh, <laughs> Connie kind of grabs Falco and she, he's like, I listen, I'm going to feed this kid to my mom who I've been, you know, visiting as a Titan for this whole time. And in some ways, you know, he's son of the year, totally, you know. Easy to empathize with him. He wants to save his mom, who he loves. Totally can like very believable character motivations, and yet you know everyone in the audience and all of Connie's friends, all of you know squad of Aaron is like, ah oh, man, I don't love that as an idea. And like yeah. you know, Armin is talking about like he's a kid. The war's over. Like what are, what are we? What are you doing? Like what are we thinking? Right? And like these are this we're going back to the micro level of like the impacts of war between you know, you know those who are directly involved in the repercussions for them, like Falco, and then those who, you know, who are caught in the crossfire and suffered and how we kind of deal with those, like Connie's mom. And so, again, I think Attack on Titan will start to focus on these more micro-level relationships, and then that'll probably drive whether the scout regimen fights Aaron or whether they take his side. Yeah,
1: Yeah, totally. Well, so just to harken back on that point, what did you think about Connie's choice to... Uh, kidnap the child to feed to his tight mom
0: i mean i understand it and i don't like think he's a bad person for it uh but you know i like falco and yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for him to fail in that what i will say is i think connie is gonna die like, that has a <laughs> choice that leads to your death as an anime character like plastered all over it like painted oh, in yeah. red like put up the banner like connie's he's done like put a pin in him it's like you know uh it's it's all over for him we we've seen him he'll draw his last breath in like two episodes when falco escapes his mom's probably gonna eat him right i was gonna say
1: i bet his mom eats him i bet
0: that's dude i hope his mom doesn't eat him that'd be so sad i thought i
1: bet that's what happens but yeah i agree i i mean i think it's a bad move it's a very selfish move i understand it like that you know you love your mom right and that's who you're out here to kind of protect is your family and your loved ones at the end of the day but Objectively, you know, you're stealing a life for your own, uh, your own goals and 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 wants and needs. So that's, I don't know. I think that's a pretty hard thing to approve of objectively speaking
0: yeah i mean kind just has to understand that people aren't Yu-Gi-Oh monsters you can't just like sacrifice one to bring on a stronger one and this is, he also has to understand he's an anime character right like moves like this that's how you lose your plot armor like it immediately falls off like it's all true it's a poor choice he should have known since he knows he's an anime character which i assume he does but <laughs> you have to assume yeah. he does. You know, self-reflection right the one of the modes of consciousness or whatever um yeah he should have he should have known better yeah it's a Agreed. bad choice Agreed.
1: i mean yeah i don't know i think that you know attack on titan is one of the worlds that i would least like one of the anime worlds i would least like to be put into because a of how awful it is and b) be because you know, you're faced with these kinds of choices
0: right but, yeah oh really the of all the anime worlds attack on titan's world is not number one it's also like you don't even get the cool powers no yeah fun (laughs) hairstyles that you usually get in animes like really that's the
1: thing that's the thing that takes it away from you the fun hairstyles i don't know like i I could have been
0: born with blue hair and magenta eyes and you know but like the attack on titan world (laughs) you look like us but for some reason we always have like vertical lines drawn under our eyes and larger fat babies are trying to eat me the whole time (laughs) that's not the that's not the anime world i would pick personally well, someone's
1: clearly never been depressed because that is just how I look all the time. Do you, you draw just vertical lines and sharpie. <laughs> it's eyeliner, actually. But yeah, <laughs>
0: oh, so you're going to the My Chemical Romance concert then. I,
1: I wish. Could think I can afford that. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, so let's get back to the show. Um, everyone is basically freaking out at this point, like all of the, uh the Pyridesian soldiers they're getting broken into and just getting like, you know, Eaten basically. They're like, we're going down, and that's the way it is. Um, and then enters uh Commander Shadis or Shadies, I, I can't, think it's Shades. Whatever. You know what? Pronunciation police are gonna yeah. be all over this one. But he's the drill sergeant from the very first season who remember got beat up by the uh Jaegerists and He's been kind of in and out of the show, but he's always been like a respectable character. This guy comes back with a vengeance, baby! Slices the nape of a Titan to save a bunch of no-name soldiers, rallies the troops, gets the gets the war effort back on against these uh, pure Titans. So I thought
0: that was a pretty cool moment as well. It was a cool moment. I thought it was extra cool because I he looks a lot to me like Pixies. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly. and so i was like yeah. oh pixies is here he's he, he made it all oh, that wine drinking was a fake and then like quickly i found out that was not true at all. <laughs> so, I was, you know it was kind of like the end of the uh demon slayers i said like i was just waiting for the other shoe to drop here i was not waiting for the shoe to drop. like ah he's he's good our boy is here and then it was a different boy who you know it's a cool boy himself but he's not the best boy like pixies so not the best boy that's not true the best boy um,
1: nor the best girl, like Mikasa, who also made a pretty crazy entrance, um, in this kind of fight scene collage, where she saves Yelena, um, in a very, very cool way as she does everything, um, which I thought was kind of some poetic justice considering that Yelena, like, kind of had everybody cornered and was feeling like the god of this, of this show, you know, uh, and then she was just helpless as the, uh, pure Titans were about to eat her, but, the scout troops who are just uh, the, clearly the best fighting unit yeah. <laughs> and like the entire world come in and save the day so it was
0: it was a cool scene it was a nice moment but it wasn't quite as nice luke is that segue to for you to say that like you perfectly transitioned the best boy to that mikasa scene i just like Listen, we're gonna step behind the curtain here. As we do the anime awards, <laughs> I'm gonna have to give Luke the anime award for best. Yeah, because we've never stepped behind the curtain before. It's like a first time. Sure, this was, you guys
1: are getting a rare look, yeah. I'm
0: just uh, gonna write a note here for anime awards. Best segue. This year's gonna to go to Luke. I, maybe 2023 will be it for me. But you know, twenty twenty two, I have to kind of seed the award. It's a, it was well done by you. <laughs> by the way,
1: we are the only ones up for this award. If you listen to any other podcasts,
0: no, no, I've considered everyone else. Don't worry, I I made sure to listen to every segue in podcasting history. But you know what, Luke, you won it, and that's thank you, that's sir. What it's all thank about.
1: you, sir well not a little bit of a, a little bit of a harder segue <laughs> so i think let's get back onto the attack on titan <laughs> episode <laughs> we were talking about you know how commander Shades is back and uh he, we thought you thought he was commander pixies but no we find out that commander pixies is very much a titan that looks just like he did <laughs> in real life which is like a weird not consistent thing that happens at all when people turn into titans but uh yeah so it was kind of, it's just kind of a crazy world and this kind of gave it that perspective where, you know, they recognized Titan Commander, Commander Pixies um, after, this is after they already considered giving uh, Falco to P- Commander Pixies and and then uh Connie's took him away and that wasn't an option. And they were like, you know, there was a line in the show where they were rallying the troops and they were like, you know, if you care about your comrades, you have to lay them to rest. And, you know, it's, it's true. It's what Levi has done over and over again. and you know when somebody becomes a titan it's they're not you have to, you can't look at them as a person anymore even if they yeah. you know w- might look like they were so it's kind of like a i mean i guess it's kind of like a zombie movie or something like that but yeah. it was just, it's just kind of wild you know you're, you're putting down your loved ones um exactly and- Putting
0: them to rest though right it was a nice moment they kind of say a prayer for him as they kill him and it's you know it kind of reminded me almost of uh, that scene in Demon Slayer where Tandros like, "What if I had, you know, gone the way of Gutaro And he's like, "I'm sure that, you know, one of the Demon Slayers would have, you know, kind of put me to rest and saved me in some ways." Is you know, you can look at them as kind of liberating. You know, they would have, you would have thought they would have considered feeding Falco to him, but uh, again. Connie's already sacrificed. Oh, they did. You're right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but instead, they were like, "Nah, Connie's mom." And by that, I mean Connie just kind of grabbed Falco. And was like, yeah. See you, nerds. real.
1: Connie, like, as soon as they found Falco, was like laying down the law. He's like, "Guys, we're giving him to my mom. That
0: yeah. is what's happening." <laughs> Which. It's amazing he was able to pull it off because if anyone has like the most childish body of all of them, it's Connie. Like he oh, could yeah. have just gotten his butt kicked by the rest of them. But you know, For he sure. was just quicker on the draw and he was like, see you, nerds. Bye.
1: <laughs> For real. For real. Uh, but anyway. So back to the episode. Actually, no, had... we're going to
0: leave the episode one more time because I have to oh tell you, because so you were like, this <laughs> guys,
1: can me... we talk about the fact that George is drunk right now? We'll, just, drunk. we'll just go I, ahead and throw that out there.
0: <laughs> I'm a, I have had I'm just I'm, I'm a little tipsy. But why I was <laughs> laughing so hard. It's well, how you do your best podcasting. Exactly. It's not best well, I was laughing so hard because you were like, this segue is going to be harder. And the next note I had on my notes for what we were going to discuss is the music is awesome. And I was like, oh boy, how are we getting to the music? So this always harder. The music is awesome. I was like, oh no, this can't be where we're going.
1: No, we were just going to skip that point. But thank you for bringing it up, George. The music is awesome. It is. And not just the rumbling. They like, it, I mean, it wasn't quite, you know, Cowboy Bebop level, but it was like very much contributed to the show and made me feel feelings, George feel real feelings
0: it was more like cowboy c-pop level oh hey <laughs> Heyo, thank you for checking in to just, just, just play us out <laughs> no we're not playing out we have <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding i'm just kidding yeah, <laughs> we got
1: more we got more content for your greedy little ears add free content i might add please share us we're desperate um <laughs> anyway so the end of the episode we get basically the big reveal of the episode which was uh, that Annie's back, right? And yeah. and uh, our classic explainer uh, Armin gives us this information, right? He's like, "Wait, so Aaron undid all of the hardening, right?" And then we get the cutscene to Annie, who is now out of her chrysalis. Uh, we'll see if she's a beautiful butterfly, or you know, if Armin's weird obsession with with her gets requited, um, <laughs> or if she has anything really meaningful to contribute. Because remember, she's just been like in like stasis for the last like i don't know what is it what how much time has passed like six years in this world yeah a lot it has to
0: be less than 13 right because that's when all the if you have a special titan you die so right somewhere between zero and
1: 13. well it's like also kind of remember like they were like what like 15 at the time that she like hardened and i don't think i mean i assume that they've let her age or something but like the the impression was that she was like paused in time right yeah and now, yeah. And now they're all like six years older so i wonder if the, how that's going to be handled but uh they might just gloss over it which i would not be surprised if they do
0: yeah i'll be honest with annie like the show keeps telling me she's super important and i know I, i'm supposed to be emotionally moved by her and she 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 hashed out that hardened egg and i was like oh i guess annie's back it's been a right, while yeah when she was what was it season one or two when she got frozen I, I don't remember it was
1: yeah it was either season one or two and we had like no answers as to what was going on in the world right and like everyone was like oh we got to get to annie yeah. and like have her as like a uh, uh, hostage or a prisoner so that we can get some answers about like what's going on with these special titans and stuff like that but i was like a little bit late for that like we really already know about the eldians and and the marleyans and uh, the world has really been explained to us since then so like I kind of that was like one of my takeaways from the episode was like will any any have anything interesting to say like what is they made it seem like a big reveal but like what's the what's the benefit of Annie
0: well and yeah even from like a more selfish perspective like seasons one and two aired in like 20 maybe, 13 and 15 yeah. or something like it's been like literally six years yeah. since yeah. annie really. got frozen since like i kind of had forgotten about her and why i cared about her in the first place and so i think the show has you know dug itself a little bit of a hole in the sense where they're gonna have to try to sell me on annie and her importance again uh, besides sure. the fact that armin is like annie <gasps> annie she's well, like yeah, remember he like loves her. Like he would like go
1: visit her chrysalis and like just look at her. So like we'll see if that gets requited. <laughs> Which weirdo,
0: by the way, weirdo yeah, <laughs> for sure,
1: big time. Especially for such like a uh, like he's always like the sense of reason in the show, but like this is like a this is this is his weird thing.
0: Well, that's so, we'll because how that he, he uh, consumed the last colossal titan, right? And he loved her. Wasn't that the big reason? Oh, was it? Oh, it that might be so. okay. So all right, yeah. fair and enough.
1: Woo, woo. <laughs> Fair enough. Still still weird. Still weird. And the fact that they look like brother and sister. So, that, you know, romance. I I mean, they're
0: blonde. Is that, is that, is all, are all blonde people siblings, Luke? They could be. You can't (laughs) tell me they're not. I've never met two blondes who weren't siblings. So, So I, prove me wrong.
1: (laughs) Next question for you. Um, You know, the rumbling is kind of all happening while this episode goes on uh, and we kind of took a break from the rumble- rumbling really um do you think
0: that the world has any chance against Aaron realistically um I have so I don't it's hard to tell because I have no baseline idea how strong each one of these like rumble titans are right like they're, they're like colossal titans that's what they're not are. quite as big because if you like think about how big the the walls were and then you think oh, the about yeah. Episode the one the colossal titan like, like towers like over taller. the walls even yeah. so they like maybe they got taller as they escaped the wall which would be weird but um i like i don't know how big the world is i don't know enough about the world of attack on titan like we barely got a a glimpse on the other side of the ocean at the beginning of season four part one but like that was like five yeah. countries. How many, I don't know how big it is. I like don't know enough about it to say. We, we don't know how
1: big it is, but we do know that Marley was like a military power and like one of the strongest yeah. ones. And we just saw Marley get wrecked, yeah. basically, um, in this attack against Aaron and the uh, Paradisians. So, you know, I think that depending on how big the world is, like you said, I, I actually do think that they could have a chance with all of their modern weaponry. Yeah. Um, but... You know the implication uh that they've been giving out is that like this is the end of days for everybody who's not aaron or his boys
0: yeah that's kind of like just from a storytelling perspective it seems like it's heavily implied that they cannot win right so Mm -hmm. it's gonna take somehow killing this spinal centipede monster (laughs) (laughs) that we now know as aaron to stop what's about to go down yeah true true All right. Fair enough. So George, next hitting
1: question. Would you rather in real life? No, (laughs) look like the cart Titan, but like, you're just like regular sized? You're like a regular size person. You just look like the cart Titan. So be
0: like me. I'm with you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or I I rather live my life
1: or, (laughs) or be that centipede beast but okay. like smaller you're not like as powerful you're just like a weird centipede creature thing
0: and am i trying to live my life as that centipede thing <laughs> yes yes i mean i can wear a mask at least like i've already figured this out as the modern size car what what how bad would your life have to be for you to choose the centipede monster <laughs> all right the question let's was move. would you rather be ugly or be like a hellish abomination <laughs> with no powers or upside it's Like Luke, all right, let all right, me ask all right, you a right. question. Would you rather be a normal person, <laughs> or would you rather be yourself, but I've shot seven bullets into each of you, <laughs> each of your appendix, <laughs> each each of my appendixes into your appendices, appendices? appendices? Oh, right. I'll take the I'll take the bullets in the appendix. Honestly, okay. that
1: that doesn't seem the so appendix weird. seems worse. The appendix is not—it's tiny, it's a tiny little. Yeah, but it's
0: closer to your main body, and it's—you still have to take seven bullets there. What if they well, bounce? Oh yeah, my, off app- you?
1: my appendix is just gone at this point. I don't have an appendix anymore. I just go to the hospital, they fix me up, I'm fine.
0: Yeah, but what if they bounce <laughs> off each other and they go into your organs? Well, that's what—that but, but was not part of the equation when you said that. Well, but... well, you have to think about physics. I listen. You're supposed to be the science man. I'm here, not the science man, telling you things that are scientific. Like, I don't—what are you bringing on your side of the mic? I'm trying to <laughs> figure that out all right economics man
1: cart titan or weird creepy <laughs> centipede monster thing but, <laughs> you- <laughs> but all the ladies love you <laughs> but our podcast becomes wild, wildly successful if, if you're the centipede monster <laughs>
0: Listen, Luke, first of all, you're acting like we our podcast. It's not already becoming <laughs> a little peek behind the curtain behind the first curtain. So there's the actually no, no. there's a second curtain. It's 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 a totally new phrase. A peek behind the second curtain, the further away curtain, if you will, is that yesterday we had 55 podcast listens, which for us is uh, a strong record. So, you know, first of all. We're kind of mainstream now, kind of like anime has been, (laughs) kind of. I don't want to brag, but uh, second of all, thank you to everyone who's been listening. It's uh, it's very exciting for us and we're very honored. So I agree. I agree. I think actually, you know, now that we've
1: proclaimed our fame, I think that that's a good way to end this section of the (laughs) podcast.
0: (laughs) What do you think, George? Do you have any final burning questions? Yeah. Well, I mean, so this is kind of the last this is going to be the last part Um, like the last moment, actual moments of the Titan Slayer series, right? And so Mm -hmm. Luke and I have been talking about kind of where we're going to go from here. And we're definitely going to summarize the rest of Attack on Titan Season 4 Part 2 at some point. Uh, But we've decided that for the next few weeks, we're actually going to do some different content and then come back to Attack on Titan just so there's enough to talk about um, and so that you guys have a little more to listen to week to week, right? And so what we've kind of been planning is for next week to do our anime award show. Now that we know all of Crunchyroll's wrong opinions, we can kind of <laughs> give your ears the right opinions, right? right. And when you disagree with us because you guys are have good anime tastes and we're out here trying to pronounce every character's name correctly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know We'll We'll give you our opinions, and then you'll tell us we're wrong and why we're wrong. And you know what? you'll be right, and it'll be really it'll be really fun for us to be educated in that way. <laughs> but, I think <laughs> that you're pandering too much to our audience.
1: That's you know true. If you deserve right,
0: yeah.
1: jeez, that is going to sound very loud in their ears. Beamed <laughs> into the microphone last podcast. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, but it was topical.
0: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, if you guys disagree with our opinions, you're wrong, and uh, we don't want to hear about it. So, Unless it hurts your feeling that you're wrong and that would make you stop, then you're right and we're sorry. Exactly, exactly. That is exactly correct, George. Um, so in anticipation
1: of the anime awards, I think that we, uh, or we thought that we should kind of go through uh, a fun little exercise of like what we're looking forward to most um, in the anime world uh, coming up in 2022. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, the probably the best part of the anime uh, just ended with uh, Demon Slayer uh
0: finishing its season but attack on titan i gotta say has been very strong it right neck and neck with it well, this um, season of attack on titan i would argue even though i like demon Slayer as a show more has been yeah this season
1: i actually agree with you but the, the the year started off very hot but we got a lot more exciting things to look forward to um and kind of what made me think of this was you know or made you think of this, it's your idea, but <laughs> made you think of this was that, you know, Demon Slayer's ending and, you know, we, uh, we were sad about that, but, you know, we wanted to end with a little optimism and stop being Saturday, Saturday boys, uh, and talk about what we're pumped about. So, uh, George, why don't you list or why don't you start us off with your, uh, third, uh, most excited thing.
0: That my you're ready. third most excited thing okay well my yeah, third, that most was... <laughs> excited thing is that probably the devil is a part-timer season two which is a really deep cut of a show that probably came out in like 2010 uh but it's so the devil's part is like a really fun funny show with very low stakes well i'm sure the stakes will get larger but the main uh, idea of the show is that uh the devil kind of The the demon king devil he somehow gets transported to the human world without all of his powers and he's trying to rise to dominance through kind of participating in the human world and what that means is he's taken up a uh, Part-time job at McDonald's to slowly try to build up his empire and we kind of follow this this devil who is working very hard to get back on top but is also uh kind of a nice dude shockingly like he's supposed to be the <laughs> devil but like as we kind of learn he's actually a, a good dude and we kind of start to understand that the politics behind his old world um influence kind of the perception of him right mm-hmm. and so this is a show that in a trillion years i did not think was getting an anime season two uh mostly because <laughs> it's been so long since season one came out and no one really ever was talking about it and like i've watched the 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 season one like two or three times it's really fun it's enjoyable it's not like you know a modern classic like attack on titan but it's like definitely a show that you should check out at some point just because yeah i mean i
1: when you told me that the devil is our protagonist and we get to (laughs) root for the bad guy i was sold so i haven't watched it yet but it's definitely on the old list and uh, i think we should probably do a little preview before the first season first episode of the
0: first season comes out well you know we had a lot of content cooking we'll see if we get a to lot it. of content cooking yeah. so what about you loop what's uh what's number two for you well, I mean, my number
1: three, we're both going up. No, no, we're, we're both- going to
0: get your three after two. You're just, we're, we, there's no rules apparently. Here, so. <laughs>
1: I introed this very poorly. I just want,
0: for the audience, we, we both picked three things that we're very
1: excited about. We couldn't pick the same three things so that we could talk about different stuff. And now we're going up our list, right? So George went first, now I go with my third thing. No, yeah. um, well, I said <laughs> <so>. second. <laughs> well, you're not the boss of me. Uh, <laughs> even though you do have the mute button. Uh, but <laughs> I do
0: have the mute button. <laughs>
1: but uh, my third mo-
0: the thing that i'm third most excited for in 2022 uh would be the so the thing i'm second most excited about now that i've actually been reminded of the mute button thank you luke is i'm really excited for uh chainsaw man to come out i've not you know i've heard really good things about the anime or the manga and you know it's being produced by Ma- mappa who has been great in both attack on titan and on um, JJK. So between kind of how popular and successful the manga has been, the manga has been, and kind of how, you know, highly everyone speaks of, speaks of, uh, Chainsaw Man, I'm very excited to kind of see what all the hype is about. And especially, i mean the i've seen like pictures of the chainsaw man and it's pretty you know aesthetically interesting so i'm you know i'm excited to you know hop aboard that train and you know see what station it takes me to so luke now that you've kind of found your way back to the unmute button you do you to kind of want to hit me with your uh three and two god i hate you so much <laughs> <laughs> it was your idea i don't know how you didn't see it coming to be honest <laughs> i mean
1: whatever man i mean i'm excited I, so i haven't read the manga obviously we've talked about it before um george kind of gets a little bit more um behind the scenes info, scenes info than i do but i try to avoid spoilers online and manga uh just to, so i can enjoy the anime kind of with you guys and then talk about it as it comes out with you guys um <laughs> But anything that's animated by uh, MAPA, I'm in on. And this show has been hyped up quite a bit. So I think it'd be, I'm excited for, for Chainsaw Man to come out as
0: well. Uh, yeah, was, so I have two things choice. to say about that. Is one, you say I'm like behind the scenes, but really I just run the Twitter, and people are monsters, and we'll just comment on <laughs> it. Like, by the way, did you know that this happens? I'm like, well, yeah, now I do, right? Thank you. Second of all, the curtain is kind of betrayed that you would say behind the scenes. It feels the curtain feels a bit cheated on. We just
1: needed a new we needed a new saying. We, <laughs> we need a new noun. All right, thing. what other yeah.
0: things? Behind the elephant, by the way, just a little peek behind the elephant. You know how the elephant's large and hard to peek behind. <laughs> You are just on one today.
1: <laughs> all right, I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys about my the thing that I'm third most excited about. It's it's the My Hero Academia season 6. Um, as you guys know, it's not like my favorite show in the world. We've kind of had some arguments arguments about it on prior podcasts. Um, go back to listen and listen to our library. They are all
0: standalone just masterpieces i'll say it (laughs) they're all standalone masterpieces especially like titan slayers episode two part two yeah Yeah. our
1: least popular podcast ever Uh, but anyway so um i'm excited for season six because i think that they've been really turning it up uh especially in this last season i think that uh the villains got a lot more interesting and uh we've had a lot of character growth from uh deku and uh you know, our, our main, like side characters as well. Um, and I've gotten kind of invested into the, in the world at this point. Um, and I'm just excited for new content. Uh, I think it's fortunate that uh, My Hero Academia, you know, I, I've heard people say that the animation is very good. I don't think it's like all that impressive. Um, and I think that that's kind of pointed out by the fact that they, you know, came out with the fifth season this fall, and then they also came out with the movie and now they're coming out with Uh, season six starting in the spring so they're able to churn out content really quickly um, which I know that I said that was kind of a knock but it's actually kind of nice um, especially when you compare it to some of these other shows that take like several years long breaks in between uh, seasons so it's fun just to like kind of keep up
0: with it now that I'm caught up Attack on Titan yeah yeah, seriously to to quickly hit you know a tangent because we haven't done that yet this podcast Um, (laughs) Attack on Titan started coming out in 2013 right is it last gen at this point? Is it mid-gen? Is it... It's not... I would not say it's new or even current gen. Like, it's kind of like the last... Di- like, it, it's kind of like One Piece where it's it's so old at this point but still airing that you can't, like... I wouldn't say it's new gen but it's still airing. Like, where do you put it in kind of the
1: yeah that's kind of hard to say i mean i wouldn't say you know it's not like one piece it started in like you know 1990s or 2000s but yeah like i hear what you're saying it spans generations like these new seasons are like almost new gen with the quality of the animation um but the earlier scenes are certainly earlier seasons excuse me are certainly not so i don't know we'll have to kind of break that down uh between us and maybe we'll our fingers will work again on something that's not our jobs and we'll write an article uh kind of breaking down the uh the generations it's an interesting question um but back to my love- list <laughs> back to my list george oh god with uh- <laughs> the mute buttonholes <laughs> oh
0: my
1: god <laughs> so the number two thing that i'm most excited for about in uh 2022 is uh vinland saga season two uh i thought that the first season was very well done uh the antagonist actually um shows a ton of character growth um and becomes actually you know this is one of the ones where i I disagreed with the popular sentiment sentiment where most people really liked him by the end of the show but i just like couldn't let go of the evils that he had committed earlier on to our main character torfin and uh you know i don't want to ruin it for george or our audience who hasn't watched it yet but um he grows a lot and torfin does not um and kind of the ride that they take you on it is one that's very interesting and not typical of uh especially showing uh anime i think it's like sign in actually it's like the one that's made for adults um but uh yeah i'm excited for season two i hope that torfin our main character shows some personal growth because i really didn't think he did in season one um but uh the like kind of main plot that they've been taking us down uh has gotten a lot more interesting uh as season one progressed and i'm excited to see where they take it in season two yeah i
0: think that's um i I think i you you you've talked about it so highly you and many others have talked about it so highly that at this point i'm just like george watch finland saga just like do it like why haven't you you've the, the things you've decided to watch over Vinland saga for god knows what reason it's like you can't watch devil's a part-timer for the fourth time you need to just prioritize your time better than that george and i keep saying that while like weeping into the mirror watching devil's a part-timer for the sixth <laughs> time right like it's just like i can't stop but um no i think yeah, we'll we'll do we we'll have we have to do a preview and you know a review of season one. I'll try to find some time to hold back the tears and pause Devils Apart so that can get done. But since you're kind of selfishly going through your top three and not letting me speak for a single moment, why don't you just hit us with the, number one, please, Luke?
1: Well, I just you should go your number one, and then I'll well, okay, fine. <laughs> no, 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 it's Luke's time to shine. Podcast is it's off the GD rails, George. Um, But my number one is uh, actually the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, JJK Zero, I think is what it's called. Uh, it's a from what I know, and I I don't know a ton, but it's a um kind of like prequel to JJK season one where we kind of get some more backstory on our main villains and then also Gojo. Um, and uh, kind of the world that we're we've been thrown in with Jujutsu Kaisen, and you know I'm I'm excited to explore that world a little bit. And uh, everyone knows that Gojo's like the coolest character in that entire show, so to kind of see him uh, growing up and coming of age would be would be very cool as well. So I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, it's the only thing I'm disappointed in for the JJK kind of time frame is that season two doesn't come out till 2023. What? I know. <laughs> Listen, I understand that MAPPA has been doing a lot and, you know, it has been tasked with shouldering the burden of three kind of titans in the anime and manga, you know, s- space. But come on, release things faster. I really want to see season two. <laughs> come on. Please, I know. Just, do it. just well, do it. Yeah, it's like their success has, like, been the, the curse,
1: you know, because, like, they've done such a good job on a lot of these shows that have become so popular that now they, I'm sure, just don't have the, you know, the bandwidth to pump you know jiu-jitsu kaisen out
0: as quickly as say like my here academia would come out so they can't uh, be as good of content creators as us Luke, who just like twice a week straight into the audience's ears they're just nothing but gold streamlined gold that has never once been off the rails or lost direction we're professionals yeah anyway
1: maybe. go on george hit us with your
0: number one the crescendo of our podcast give it to us baby well, it's the return of, it's the last Big, big Three member that uh, has kind of eluded us for the last couple of years is we kind of have a, the successor of Naruto with Boruto, One Piece, you know, remains One Piece and, you know, Bleach is coming back. We kind of have uh, the, the Big Three in some ways is just has now titanically returned, right? and so maybe that'll be like a, a series that we do is like a big three recap week to week as bleach airs but i'm super excited for bleach one because it looks amazing just aesthetically it looks a lot to me like jujitsu kaisen uh which obviously beautiful beautiful show i don't think it's mappa doing it so i don't know i think, Ma- I think mappa might be actually Are they okay we uh, you keep it. talking i'll look it up um so i'm really excited for that uh the first reason i'm really excited for that is because Ichigo in Bleach has the sickest theme song I think of any character ever which is like the if you want to see some action song and there's no good versions of that on Spotify so as this season comes out I'm really hoping like the one they put in the trailer it's like remixed or something and it's a bop and I have a really robust anime playlist at this point which you know a peek behind not a curtain but I don't know a sailboat or something (laughs) Um, we uh if at some point I will make that available to people, it's kind of some of my favorites. But um, I really want to add that that specific song to it, and I've been looking for a good version for forever. Um, besides that, like the show looks beautiful. I mean, the name of the season is like the Thousand Year Blood War arc or something like crazy and intense sounding. And I like as someone who doesn't read the manga, which you know we've kind of said a thousand times about ourselves. Um, they're going to, you know, the audience probably thinks we can't read at this point, which is not inaccurate, but what it does mean is that, you know, I don't know, I can't even imagine where it's going. Uh, and so I'm very excited. What about you? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm thrilled about it. I think I might actually end up
1: um, rewatching a lot of it if I have time, uh, just because I haven't watched it since freshman year of college. Um, and it was like one of the first animes I actually watched like after getting into anime, like my full metal alchemist was like my, my gateway anime. And then, uh, one of the people that I, uh, lived near, Brandon, actually, I don't know. I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not, but shout out, Brandon, uh, suggested bleach to me before I had watched, you know, Naruto or one piece or any of the other big three. And I just like loved it. Um, so was it your
0: first big three,
1: it it was, I mean, in, I, I watched, you know, um, like I watched some Naruto growing up and like, okay. of course I watched like Dragon Ball Z, but like, that's not in the big three, but yeah, as like an adult anime kind of mm. uh, Bleach was my first big three that I like watched all the way through okay. um, freshman year of college. And that was, uh, still when I was like, uh, in the closet of anime, weed. uh, so <laughs> it was a uh, very important to me and I- I'm thrilled about it. I'm very excited. And, uh, by the way, um, uh, it is Matt Mappa who's, it- uh. Yeah, who's animating uh, season, uh, the Thousand Year Blood War.
0: God, well, that's uh, why JJK is not coming out until 2023. Those
1: Exactly, they're doing like four months. huge animes, yeah, so.
0: Oh man, I mean, it, it had to be Mappa because it looks exactly like JJK to me.
1: Um, <laughs> which is one of the most beautiful anime that like, you know.
0: Yeah, not a complaint at all, not a complaint. So, complain. a complaint. so yeah. yeah, I mean, so that's what we're looking forward to. Um, for those of you who have kind of stuck with us throughout the titan Slayer series uh thank you we had a really fun time doing this um sundays were amazing for you know two three months for us and there were things that you know we were looking forward to more than like the super bowl on last sunday so mm-hmm. it's sad to see these go there will never be a moment in history where titan slayers unless there's some sort of attack on titan spin-off can return but um it's been a fun ride so luke do you have any kind of final words that you want to give on the titan Slayer series yeah, I mean, thanks for thanks for joining us.
1: Uh I think that we've grown a lot as a podcast since then, since we started this. Um and uh really appreciative of everybody who's been listening. Uh shout us out, you know, yell at us in the DMs. Uh I actually do appreciate it because it does mean you're listening. <laughs> um be mean to George on Twitter. You know, just Whoa. do what you gotta do. <laughs> let's
0: not let's not say that. Just, He's very fragile. You can break him if you try. Here's the problem is people like it's fine if people are mean to me. I mean, it's not, and it'll hurt my feelings, but what is more important is that people will be mean by spoiling things. That's true, please don't, do that. please don't do that. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. I have very little in this world. I have this podcast <laughs> and the anime that comes out next week. So and, uh, that's not true, but um, I would appreciate it if you didn't spoil things to me.
1: Yeah, well, anyway, thanks so much for listening. George, why don't you play us out? Whoops,
0: looks like I got muted. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. So you can help yourself. You wanted that last note. That was good. It's really good.